You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. <laughs> Hello, everyone. This is the Good Reverend Jim again, and this time it's just me and Elizabeth. Hello. <laughs> this is our second show doing just the two of us. Yes. Just the two of us. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Jessica. But, you know, she's going to be, we're not sure what she's going to do. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, once again, this show is all about trying to be a good person and focusing on relationships. I use astrology as a big thing. We're not going to talk too much about astrology. Um, did you listen to last week's episode? I, I apologize. I have not. So Elizabeth was a, was a, a narcissist. <laughs> so she would only listen to the shows that she's on. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. I didn't even listen to the one that when we brought the kids. Like I've just been so really? busy. Yeah, I just, you know, I, I – What feel, a horrible mother you are. Uh, no, <laughs> no. I do want to hear my sweet children's voice though on yeah. the radio. but <laughs> I, I found out that uh, 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 this podcast is the best thing for going to sleep. Ah, you know what? You told me that the other night, and I'm going. This is how I can catch up. I yeah. I need to catch up. No, you won't catch up because you already know what's going. It's coming. This is what happens to me. I already, I, I'm kind of want to listen because I want to perfect my voice a little bit and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But uh, um, I already know what's going, so I'm kind of focused, but I'm not focused, mm-hmm. and I just go out like that. So I I would I would stay awake just to like listen and remember, like oh yeah, and, and you know re- not. Like remember what we talked about and and how you know everybody's conversation went. Yeah, well, but after the third or fourth or twentieth time, I listen to the same <laughs> podcast. I mean, I, I, seriously, I think I've wow. heard of these things twenty the first minute, anyways. Of, of, I don't know if, if it was my phone or what, but for some reason, I was like, "What's my volume? Is it like going in and going out? Is like, is it the mic? We're talking about sound by the way. It sounds gonna be all screwed up today because we're just talking actually, about it should be perfect because she fixed it. Well, I know I can hear myself now. I was like, oh, I'm not a little, little self conscious about my sound. <laughs> we're, you we're, sound we're, great. We're, we're, we're talking about the mics and stuff like that and how we sound on the mics. And, and uh, now I can actually hear myself. It's like, ooh, thanks, Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, uh, uh, today, usually we talk about uh, different things that deal with relationships. So, uh, astrology, relationships, mm-hmm. uh, religion is kind of relationships, uh, the DBT type stuff, relationships. One other category of relationships is politics. Mm-hmm. So, because uh, to me, uh, religion tells us gives us goals. Mm-hmm. Like Jesus says, our goal is to you know love you know God with all your heart, but also uh, um, love everyone as yourself. Mm-hmm. Right. So, everyone these Christians and and, and Muslims and uh, you know at least fifty five percent of the world or six percent of the world, you know, they all believe in the same thing. You know, the same religion, kind of like. So mm-hmm. th- they all believe you're supposed to love everyone, mm-hmm. you know, not just the people you pick and choose, everyone. Right. So you got that's that's one of the challenges that you know they they, they do, and and Jesus, I love the words of Jesus because I took the heart. And if you, it's almost like a training program when he does. If you actually read this stuff and, and pay attention, we talked about that Sermon on the Mount, right? But if you actually read and just read about what Jesus preaches, mm-hmm. it's just all about being like a nice guy. Yeah, it's yeah. about being true to yourself and everybody else around you. Yeah, it's, it's like uh, don't don't be you know be humble. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, think of others. You know, don't go chasing after the money type of thing. Be gratitude. Yeah, gratitude. And the biggest thing is love everyone. Mm-hmm. You know, he says that's the, he says everything in the Bible is based on loving God and loving everyone else. Mm-hmm. So. That's our goal. <laughs> so trying to love everyone is not easy. <laughs> right. Nope. So, so that's our challenge. You know, I think that that's, um, I think that's a, the challenge. Of, you know, when it comes to religion, I kind of look at it a little bit differently than other people do. I think, mm-hmm. and because uh, I take these little bits and pieces I gather through life. You ever, you ever see a, like 
the Twilight Zone? Yeah. Like every day, uh, I wake up. <laughs> no, well, the TV show. I know. <laughs> yes, absolutely. There's one there where, where some guy, guys, a criminal and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and, and, and uh, you know he gets shot and stuff like that, and he wakes up, and you know there's you know, guys like, "Welcome to the afterlife," right? And uh, the guy is like, "You know, you can have whatever you want here." Mm-hmm. And he goes. Everything? He goes, mm-hmm. Yeah. He goes, well, let's go to the casino. And so he goes to the casino and bam, hits the jackpot. Uh-huh. Yes. He goes to the poker table. He's just winning lots of money. Then he has all these girls around him. He's like, you know, he's just living a high life. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, he keeps on doing all these things. He's like, yes, yes, yes. I got everything I want. I got everything I want. And then um, after a while, he he was like, uh, uh, he's like, you know what? The casino is boring now because right. I know every time I play, I'm going to win. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he goes, it's, it's just. You know, I'm, and, and you know, I'm I'm going to get the hot girl. I'm always going to get the hot girl. Right. He goes, you know what? You know, this is heaven. I'm going to check out the other place because it's kind of boring. He goes, this is the other place. <laughs> <laughs> so when I look at it, you know, it's, it's kind of uh, it's kind of neat though. I get it. Yeah. It's almost like the uh, the Matrix. Remember the Matrix yes, movies? Yes. Yes. They say, well, you guys designed this computer system. Why don't you make us all happy and stuff like that? Yeah. They say, yeah, we did try that, but the whole system crashed. <laughs> right. No, it's good. <laughs> because it's kind of like if you, you know, you kind of want a little drama in your life. Mm-hmm. You know, you know yeah. it, it actually, it keeps life interesting. Mm-hmm. And so that's how I kind of look at these little challenges in life and stuff like that. So, and then to me, you know, God says you're supposed to love everyone, but he makes it really tough for us to do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know, this does struggle to do that. That's where, you know, the, the fun is at, or, mm-hmm. or if you look at it that way. Yeah. So, so anyway, so so our goal is to love everyone. I use astrology as a tool for doing that because astrology teaches me that um, I'm a geek mm-hmm. and that is just fine. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you know you're a geek also mm-hmm. you're you're a weird geek but uh <laughs> you're a crazy geek and, and then you know ronnie's crazy and that's mm-hmm. just fine too mm-hmm. and, and some people are not going to like my geek, geekiness yep and some people are not going to like ronnie's craziness you know but you know ryan and i do great yeah i like you for your geekiness i like uh ronnie for her craziness you know you know that's what astrology teaches me there's different personalities you're not going to click with everyone you know it's the people that you don't click with you know Pull back on. Right. You can still be friends and like them for who they are, respect, you know, what they do and what they say. Yeah. But you don't have to be buddy buddies. No. No. And the thing was, younger, or even sometimes now, it's like, why doesn't anyone love me? You know? Mm-hmm. It's like, well, everyone's not supposed to love you. Yeah. You know? So, like, like we, we circle, my social circle, a lot of it's surrounded by Erica. Mm-hmm. And people that are compatible with her are not necessarily compatible with me. Mm-hmm. So, after a while, it's like, I feel like that one out. And we, we we talked about this on other shows. Yeah. So, yeah. But astrology is my little tool for trying to understand. It's like, hey, they, there are people that are different than you. And that's mm-hmm. just fine. You know, that little bitch out there that you think is a bitch, I might like that bitch. You know, that little crazy one out there, I like that crazy. You know, that, yeah. even the, the geek, I like the geek. You know, it's, it's like my tip's a geek. So it's just, that's my thing about astrology. Well, you you look at people's astrology and you're like, okay, I kind of already understand who you are and what your personality is. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. you kind of play, I mean, because I, I, I know myself, I'm like, ooh, that guy's cute, whatever. And you're like, well, when was he born? And I'll say July. And you're like, nope. <laughs> so, you know, it's not just yourself. It's like you base, you know, you kind of like try to guide people and like being, hanging out and not just not like boyfriend, girlfriend or, but friends, you yeah. know, of the same uh, astrology that you're supposed to, you will click with 
yeah. know, majority of the time. But when, when I say like, no, people think I'm like all judgmental. It's like, no, it's like, well, one thing, I know, I know relationships are hard, period. Yeah. And you should have everything in the world in your favor going into it. Yeah. But, so so if you had a choice, it's like, hey, I got this guy here. It's like, think about just a little bit harder. Yeah. You know, because if astrology is true, this may not be the best thing for you. Yes, you can make it work. There's plenty of people that are in relationships, you know, that, you know, make it work. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if, why not try the one that's, <laughs> well, we have 4 billion people on this planet. Right. You know, why can't you go for a Leo and Aries? Yeah, but I never find any. And the ones I do, I'm like, <laughs> four billion people. Well, that that might be so. Then that might be part of your. your the, to me, that's part of the problem. Is like, uh, you may not be seeing them for what their potential is. Right. You know, you may not be like like if you go to Leo. You know, he's he's a bitch sign. Mm-hmm. He, he he might think he's too assertive. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and but if, you know, it's like wait a second. I you know that's good for me, an assertive type person. Mm-hmm. Or the, the 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 Aries might be a little more crazy. Mm-hmm. And if you think of, well, yeah, they are crazy, you know, then that's good for me. You know, they're not going to be the analytical person that I'm going to be. Right. They're going to be different and we're going to. That's, uh, and that's good. Yeah. yeah. You're yeah. not the same person. It's yeah. boring. I, I tell people to focus on friendships all the time first. Yeah. And, and the reason why I say that is because like, a, um, you know, with, with, with friendships, there's no pressure. Mm-hmm. So you're not desperate. You're not forcing it. Mm-hmm. But then you can see is like, you know what? This is what a good relationship is. Mm-hmm. You know, I have a, a you know, a friend like, like you know, like mm-hmm. you or Ronnie. You know, it's like I know what it feels like, and I know how Ronnie is with me, and how you are with me. I know they're different. Mm-hmm. You, know, you guys are not the same at mm-hmm. all, and, and you guys are great in your own different ways. If I expect you to be Ronnie, it's like no, that's not. Yeah, you are. You would be disappointed. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's just, it'd be awkward. It's just not your thing. It's not my, it's, yeah. It's just not natural to you. Right. And it's like, I see the, you know, the side of you that's cool. You know, like the, 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 the that's the way folks on astrology. Right. <laughs> it makes you understand people and stuff like that. All right. No, I get it. I get it. So our religion sets our, our, our goals. Mm-hmm. We're trying to, our astrology helps us to, get to those goals mm-hmm. uh we talked about dbt which is talking about like if there's conflicts or if you have these emotional type things or issues pop up in your relationship which pops up with every relationship mm-hmm. how can we deal with these type of things mm-hmm. you know how can we stop ourselves from killing ourselves <laughs> or someone else you know right. and actually you know of course this weekend's like a really bad weekend All right because <laughs> everyone uh by the way the, the uh, day this show is recorded is the day after the the mass shooting in uh texas and yeah. the mass shooting in Ohio too. Yeah. So, uh, so they should listen to my show so they can learn some of this stuff and practice those DPT type skills, keep their emotions down a little bit, and not get so damn angry. <laughs> uh, I was actually when you when we started talking, I was thinking about those two incidents and just how you know um, very angry people. Unfortunately, I don't even think they know why they're angry, but they just feel like they need to be and and take it out on somebody. You know, the uh, that sh- that was just. Awful. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. It's, it's issue. But actually, then that's kind of, you know, to me, when I look at everyone out there, because everyone has, I think everyone's similar in a lot of ways. Like, we all feel like rejects in our own little way. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, you know, it's, it's how we deal with the rejection and the kind of environment we're around. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's just, uh, um, you know, to me, I, I've seen a lot, I pay a lot of attention to people. So I empathize a lot with different people and stuff like that. So it's, uh, I don't know, it's, I want to make the world a better place. I want 
people say, Hey, look at, you know, you're not, you know, yeah, you're weird, but you know, you're not that weird or you can, you know, right. we, we're, we're all weird in our own way. We're all crazy in our own way. Right. You know, we, we all have our, our, our crazy to us. And, and, and that's what's so cool about everybody as individuals is that we all see the world differently and we express our opinions and, and our likes and our dislikes. And, and that's what, you know, is really, really neat. And it's unfortunate when people don't see it that way, when they're, when they're just like they're, they see one, you know, one small little piece of the world and they only believe it's supposed to be that way. Mm-hmm. And instead of realizing like everybody's, you know, just totally different completely when it comes to inside out looks and behavior and and uh and that's where like you know these folks that are like shooting up the walmarts and stuff like that they just that they only they're unfortunately their mind only like sees a little 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 tiny piece um of the of the whole picture that you know we we are walking through every day you know because we get it i don't know yeah, actually, I, I, don't, I don't even want to hop in their minds. I, I don't want to guess what they're thinking because I don't know them. I never met them. Mm-mm. You know, it's, it's too easy to villainize them without even knowing them at all. You know, and it's it's a uh, um. Uh, well, when you're gonna go hit somebody, when you're gonna go to a Walmart that has a, like Hispanic people, this is, which is what happened with Wal- with the shooting in El Paso. He wanted was El Paso. One? It was oh, El, that's Walmart. That's Walmart. It was Walmart. Yeah. He 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 lives in Dallas. He drove to El Paso, like a few hours away, and to shoot up a Walmart because he wanted to, you know, hurt Hispanic people. And that to me tells tells me like his, his world is really, really really super small. Like he just doesn't understand. Like it's you know like uh, you know there's all kinds of people. Everybody's so vibrant, no matter what color, race, whether your gender, whatever. Yeah, but it's it's hard to you know if you, if you grow up in that environment and you're surrounded by that environment the whole time. I mean, I mean, even when I was maybe, know, it's, but it's, 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 maybe, it's, but you don't know. All, all this racism nowadays kind of shocks me because, like, mm-hmm. I thought I thought we were done with that kind of stuff because mm-hmm. I remember when I was a kid and it was all about I don't know, but like like when I was a kid, it was all about Polish jokes. Mm. It was like Polish jokes before he had the black jokes too, and, and, yeah. and, and you, you fall in that culture where you, you start telling these jokes. But know. every culture makes fun of every culture. So yeah, but the thing is, you don't people don't appreciate how harmful that is, and, right. and how it how it it makes these 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 stereotypes. And and, and it, you know, we start studying psychology is what's called it's like a implicit implicit bias. Mm-hmm. Implicit bias is basically where, like, I might say, like, I'm not racist. Um, for starters, everyone's racist, but um, uh, and we're all racist because throughout our lives, we're getting bombarded with these little people. Always say, "Oh yeah, you know, mm-hmm. this group's like this. This group's mm-hmm. like, you know, these are all terrorists. And, you know, these are all murderers, and these are all drug dealers." Mm-hmm. And they always associate with these things, and, and it doesn't matter how hard you try; it's still in the back of your mind. You know, right. it, it, it's always dancing back there. So, mm-hmm. like, like me, I like to think I'm not racist at all. But, you know, I grew up in this kind of stuff, so it's like it's, it's going to be, you know, back in the back of my mind still. Yeah. No, I, yeah. I, I'm I, same way, same way. Yeah. And that happens what you know, you're a girl. I'm a guy. You know, mm-hmm. you know girls, you know, you have your own little thing too. Right. You know? So, I mean. But I choose to hear it and I choose to, to deal with it, you yeah. know. My output. You just like it better because, like, like, like you're not blonde. You're you're, you're brunette, so you're smart. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And oh, let's do. You know, let's, let's, let's tell some blonde jokes. <laughs> all right, I'll be. Let's say I'm Ronnie right now. Okay. Um, why did the chicken cross the road? Why? 
to get to the other side. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Ronnie, we missed you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we need better jokes. So you better be here uh, next week. <laughs> Speaking of the blonde and brunette ones, so I have four sisters. Three of them are blondes and one's a brunette. And of course, the blondes get all the attention. But my, my brunette sister came in one time and she's on the roll. She's like telling all these blonde jokes. She's like, yeah, what do you call three three blondes standing side by side? A wind tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but anyways, no, I, 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 you know, I think when I think I'm kind of nice about when someone puts something in my mind, yeah, I, I, I it really it clicks me, and if it makes sense, I apply it. And I think when I was sixth grade or something like that, some some uh, teacher said a lot of these jokes, um, they assign like, like the Polish ones in particular. They they assign it to uh, you know like you know the, the Polish people. But it's like, if you think about it, you can tell the same joke without mentioning a particular race or something like that. Mm-hmm. So it's like, why not do it? Mm-hmm. You know, why do you have to beat up on a race and start, you know, planting these little, these little stereotypes about all these different people? Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, that one kind of stuck with me and I, I, I stopped telling racist jokes at that point. Yeah. I, I've never told a racist joke actually in my whole life. Oh, I grew up in that kind of stuff. I did not. Yeah. Well, I did a little bit, but I didn't feel good about it. It made me feel uncomfortable, and I didn't. I don't see people like I see their colors, and I think they're awesome. I don't see them as different. I grew up in an environment where it's like it's like it's almost like everyone did it. All the cool kids are doing it. Wow. So hey, yeah, hey, if you want to join the crowd, yeah, you know, So I, you're a, you're a follower. Uh, yeah. yeah, I always tell people I came to peer pressure. Yeah, I don't. But, but I, I'm just I'm just fortunate in the sense that I I, I found I, it bumped into various people in my life that peer pressured me in the right direction. Yeah. So you always want to um, you know surround yourself. You always want to surround yourself with the right people. Yeah. So um, anyway, so we're we're, done, we're talking about relationships. We're trying to get to politics. All right. So let's start talking about this. Is, so about. so we, we talk about how you know, religion says our goal is to love everyone. Mm-hmm. My astrology is like a, tips on how to do it. Same with the DBT type stuff. Politics is how we force each other to, to, to deal with each other. Because, you know, like you're not, there's some people out there that are just straight up dicks. <laughs> it's like, there's always a dick in the crowd. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, and, and, and there's, a, there's a lot of them out there. So at one point, you guys say, okay, kids, you got to learn how to play together. Yeah. You know, hey, jackass, stop dumping your shit in his yard. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, I mean, there's always people out there. So that's where we get laws and stuff like that. And that's where we get politics, where we have discussions and how to achieve these different goals and stuff like that. So when I, this show is, I'm not going to talk about any political issues necessarily mm-hmm. because I don't want to necessarily do that. And part of the reason we're talking about politics, we talked about last week mm-hmm. with uh, Clemens. So with the show, we tend to bring up a topic, talk about it, somewhat scatterbrained the first show. Mm-hmm. And the second show, we try to dive a little bit deeper into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, last week were the debates. Ah, so, that's and th- right. so this is political season. So that's why I said, hey. Let's talk about politics, and I was also trying to find something that like Clemens might be able to relate to a little bit. All right. How do you do? I, I didn't hear it. I didn't listen. Uh, the first part of the show, we kind of just beat up on Clemens. Uh, what, is Evan here? <laughs> no, no. It's just me, Ronnie, and the Clemens. Oh. Yeah. We, and, so, the Clemens. Uh, yeah. and the Clemens. And the Clemens. Yeah, the Clemens. <laughs> the German. <laughs> but no, I think it's all right. Yeah. All right. Um, poor kid. <laughs> you know, here he is trying to struggle to understand English, and he's like, uh. <laughs> I think they're making fun of me. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so so part of my thing with uh, – my biggest thing with politics is, is – and actually I wanted to get into it with Clemens a little bit how politics works in America, mm. which of course you probably know backwards and forward inside and out. 
A little bit, you know. So uh, I watch Fox. Uh, I watch Fox. <laughs> okay, so you don't. Okay. <laughs> um, anyways, and uh, CNN. I, I I get a little bit. So one thing about when I get into political, I get in a lot of political discussions on 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 uh, Facebook, and I can t- I can turn a thread into like three hundred thread. That's why he has a lot of people that are friends with him and they unfollow. <laughs> no, is that the best feature? And I unfollow all of them too. And actually I have some people, I had, one, I had one guy, he complained about me turning a thread into like 200. I was like, that's what I do, you guys. And, yeah. and then and I was like, fine, you know what? If you don't like it, I would just unfollow you and I would not comment on your thing. He's mm-hmm. like, I tried, we tried a little thing. You didn't like it. Fine, I can drop it, move on. Right. And then he takes me in the post. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, why? How can you bitch about me turning something into a two hundred thing, and then you actually pretty much invite me to do it again? Wow! It's like what the hell's wrong with you, dumbass? <laughs> so I was like, "Come on, man." Um, no, so so, but when I do my my uh, uh, my political type debates, and a lot of people don't quite realize this, apparently, um, I try really hard not to be mean to people, and I try to be very logical. Mm-hmm. And I one of my biggest rules is, and I try to follow. It's uh, um, don't talk about people mm-hmm. and don't talk about parties. Mm-hmm. So if we're going to have a, a conversation and the, the only time I actually talk about people and parties, I, I do talk about presidents. And when I talk about presidents, to me, presidents are time markers. Okay. So it's, it's not so much like they get credit or blame for it. It's just the time period. Mm-hmm. So they had an administration, something happened underneath them when they're in office. It's, it's kind of like a, a time period. Right. Okay. For sure. Um, but, you know, a lot of times people say, oh, no, you're just trying to bash that person. It's like, well, I didn't like something happened underneath them. But I'm not necessarily saying it's their fault. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily. And, and to me, it's, it's kind of like if, if I want to talk bad about you. Right. You know, you know, I better make damn sure. If you're going to say anything bad about anyone, mm-hmm. you better make damn sure you're straight on accurate. You're right. Like no hearsay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like if you're going to hate me, the thing I hate is when people hate me. Mm-hmm. It's like if you're going to come up, if you're going to hate on me, you know, come up to me and say, I don't like that you said this. That really bothers me. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a, a, a deal killer. Mm-hmm. You know, this is the way I understood what you said. And then, of course, the other thing you have to do is listen to what my statement is. Right. You know, I didn't mean it that way. Or maybe I said, yeah, that's the way I feel. Right. You know, but, you know, I want to be, if you're going to, you know, be mad at me, you better be super clear that you totally understand me. And, and, and you know, and all, it's like, yeah, let's blow my kick your ass. I hate you. <laughs> or you come to me and say, hey, Jimmy, um, I'm going to stop being friends with you because you hate me. And, and if I say, yeah, I do hate you. Yeah, fine. <laughs> Have a great day. But if I say, if I, say I don't hate you, you know, give me the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. You know, it's like, but, you know, to me, you have to be very, very, very clear. So now you're talking about people um, expressing their feelings when a lot of people don't really like to do that. That's why, like, somebody unfollowed you on Facebook because they don't want to hear your political, you know, stuff. Mm -hmm. However, he still likes you because obviously he tagged you and wanted to hear, you know, what your thoughts were on something. I don't know what the hell. I mean, he's, 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 this particular guy, he's one of those guys that just likes to you know, just poke the dragon. Poke. Yeah, poke the bear. Poke the bear. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but 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 uh, but to me, it's, it's like when I approach these conversations, so, you know, my thing is I don't like to talk about people, politicians, 
you know, politicians, believe it or not, are people. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't like to talk about necessarily politicians and, and uh, um, uh, and bash them. And of course, Jesus tells us we're not supposed to do this kind of stuff. You know, we're not supposed to be judgmental. We're supposed to love everyone and not judge them. Right. And, and it, you know, the thing is, is like, uh, uh, if you listen to how Jesus goes on about this kind of stuff, is like, who the hell are you to complain about that person over there when you're, you know, who are you to complain about the speck in their eye when you have a plank in yours? You know, that's, that's a Bible verse. Um, all right. Yeah, so it's like, who, who the hell are you to do that kind of stuff? So we're all flawed. So just as easy as you can point a flaw to someone else based on some assumptions about what someone else said about by hearsay, especially politicians, you don't know them. Mm-hmm. You, you never met them. Mm-hmm. So it's just purely all, all hearsay. So who the hell are you to complain about them when it's like, okay, do you want them to turn right around to you? Because they can find something about you that they can bash too. Sure. And it, it, just nothing ever good happens out of this thing. So I, I think if you assume that, you know, the way I kind of approach it is like, you know, my job is not to be judgmental of people. I don't know them. Mm-hmm. You know, so it was like, and I know there's all this hearsay type of crap. So mm-hmm. like, why talk about it? Well, you, <laughs> you always talk about things like, uh, you know, like decisions that were made and, um, you know, I mean, I, I, you know, we've, we've talked about politics a little bit, but. I don't think we ever talked about politics. Well, we have different views, but. I don't really talk about politics either. It's like kind of, it's kind of like you, like, you know, like the religion thing. Like, you know, you're not going to go around and be like, believe in Jesus and hold my hand and let's pray for, you know, it's kind of like I keep that stuff inside, just like I keep my, my views about the politi- politics inside. But you don't really talk about like specific people. You talk about like specific things that happen, like laws that are passed. I talk and, about policy and the policy. Absolutely. And so. I try to talk about policy. And like when you you back it up with, you know, your uh, whatever you find that helps you back it up or your thoughts too. But that's that's what you, you don't. So you're not really into the, like the people. You're no. more into the policy. Yeah. 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 I know. Yeah. And, and just to give you guys some background for of you novices out there that don't know uh, how politics works in America. So. <clears throat> Because there's a lot of foreigners listening right now. <laughs> no, actually, there's a bunch of stupid people out there that don't understand how things work, actually. I think most people don't – most people don't care. So they only passively yeah. pay attention to politics. They have no clue. Okay, we have a we have a president. We have a Congress. And a lot of people just follow, too. They're like, oh, oh, Trump did that? Okay, well, I, I don't like him. Or, oh, I do like him. You know, they don't really like get to, like, the details, like, why this happened, the well, the policy. And really, who is behind the policies and all of the... Okay, and so that's what I'm going to talk about now. Yeah. So, okay, so so in America, uh, we, we have a president, we have a Senate, we have a, a, a House of Representatives, and then we have a Supreme Court. So we basically have, you know... Basically, kind of like four areas mm-hmm. where laws are kind of like somewhat established. Mm-hmm. Okay, so for any kind of law to happen, to have passed, one thing uh, the Senate or the House starts to create the law. The Senate's made up of of, of a uh, hundred people, you know, two from each state. Right, the House is made up of uh, about four hundred thirty something people. So for the law to even get started, you know, one of the houses. It doesn't matter which one, either the House or the Senate has to pass it. Yeah. They have to write it and pass it. So it needs to have like at least 50% in the House. Right. Right. So take 400 people and try to make them all agree on something. Holy crap. 
Yeah, I don't know if you've ever been part of any kind of political organizations or were somewhere you had to work with like a group of people, like 12 maybe? Yeah, I was in jury duty <clears throat> twice, and mm-hmm. it was like awful because we didn't – there was like four people that agreed and the rest of us didn't and blah, blah, blah. And it's, I mean, and what – how many is in jury duty? Like 12? Yeah. 16 or I don't know. But it was just ridiculous. So, yeah, 438 people. Something like that. Yeah, that's so, insane. Yeah, so that's just the house. No, I know. And then, of course, they're going to be kind of loyal to the party, the Democrat or Republican. So they're going to be loyal there. And, of course, they know in order to get it passed, they need to have, you know, a lot of times the House isn't too bad because it's like 50 50, pretty much. I mean, 50% usually does it. The Senate is a little bit more difficult because they have these little filibuster type things. So mm-hmm. a lot of times you almost need like 60 people to, to, to get to pass. So you almost have, to, I mean, it's very rare that a party has that much control. Obama was lucky for the first, uh, his first term. Mm-hmm. Half of his first term, half of his first term, he had pretty much full control. He could do pretty much everything he wanted to if he could get off his Democrats to vote exactly, just do exactly what he wanted to. But instead, they kind of dicked around for a while. Then one of them died, and then they lost that sixty that that uh, filibuster-proof <laughs> type thing. So then they had to get Republicans on board. Yeah, and, and, and uh, so you know that's only like the uh, that's only like the I mean you don't have that happen too much in American history where you have that much control. Right, and then there's this, you know, every president since like Nixon has been talking about reforming healthcare. Obama was the only one that actually did something, whether you like it or not. He did something, and the yeah. reason why he could do it was because he had, you know, full control pretty much. Right. So, um, but it, well, oh, until it came time to pass it, actually. Right. So, so, but the thing is, you have to have like you know a lot of people in the house to do it, mm-hmm. and you have a, then once you get past the house, the senate is probably working on the same kind of thing, a similar type thing. Mm-hmm. So they have to get their people to agree on this crap too. But there's a little bit more challenging. Mm-hmm. And, and and then when they both pass something, then they, the two have to come together and say, okay, let's have a common bill. Let's blend these bills together and see if we want to vote on it. Right. And and all this basically amounts to a whole bunch of horse trading. You know, it's, it's like you know, well. Why would I vote for your bill? What's in it for me? You know, what's in it for Michigan? You know, why am I going to give? Why am I going to give like a Texas an Air Force base? Right. When you know I could use an Air Force base in my district. Right. You know, or, or I want I want our waterways cleaned up up here. Right. You, know, you guys have the damn Air Force base, but clean up our water up here. Yeah. So there's a lot of horse trading and stuff like that, and because you almost always have to have the other party somehow involved with it. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they do all these little tricky type things, and some of it's like political type moves too, where it's like. Oh yeah, you know they, they do things like like vote on something where they put someplace in the law something that the other party would not would look bad for them, but they would vote for it because there's something else good, right? I know this that you know it's, it's, it's bargaining basically, right? Well, yeah. So I'm gonna do this, and you know, it. I'm not really agreeing, but in you know in my backyard, I'm gonna. Get what I want. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, so, so that's all that horse trading went there. It's, that's politics. That's the government. It's unpredictable well, yeah, but, because uh, they do whatever they want to do because they're backdoor trading. So, well, we mean they do, but they do what we want to do. Well, we hope. Well, yeah, but the problem is, we based on Facebook nowadays. You know, I find out that you know some of my friends don't agree with me. Yeah, right. I know. So you know, I can't get my friends to agree with me. And how the hell would we expect our politicians to be even better? You know, we're, we're basically telling them, it's like, oh, don't you vote for this bill. You know, you're telling your politician, you know, you're, you're on the other side that I am. You're, you're saying, don't vote for Jimmy's bill. I'm saying, don't vote for Elizabeth's bill. Yeah. 
And then we're going to bitch at them for not doing anything. Yeah. Because we can't agree ourselves. Well, what right now, which I think is different than any other time in history, is that uh, people are specifically not voting because they hate the Democrats or they hate the Republicans party. And they're like, you know what? Even though I, I like the, the, what the Republicans have to say and I think that bill would be good for me, I'm still not going to vote for it because I'm going to be true to me being Democratic and vice versa. And people, mm-hmm. instead of just like, hey, just like you remember, like Jesus loves everybody, it's kind of like you got to take um, the good with the bad and you have to say, sorry, am I Democratic? Am I Republican? Let's just like rewind and really, let's look at what's going to be really good for us, the people, and like me and my family. You know, it's not really Republican. It's not really Democratic. That's kind of how I look at it. It's just like the, 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 what can happen? Who can pass the law that's going to be beneficial to yeah. the U.S.? But, you know, at one point you have, uh, dis- you know, you always have disagreements. Absolutely. And so then the, the big thing comes like, well, how do you resolve that disagreement? And, and it seems like a lot of times, uh, painting someone as a villain. Is a good way to get people your people to rally to your to your cause, and that's so pathetic. I yeah, don't I don't buy into that. And, and this, this is this kind of stuff that, and I, that's where and that's where you have your stupid people, like you said, where they're like, oh, okay, instead of like you know looking and reading and understanding what's going on, and well, he's not really a villain. She's not really a villain. It's just like the it's that's the you know what's being painted. Um, they're not looking into like the real reason, like understanding, like, well, let's look into this law. Let's, let's, you know, why do they want to pass this? You know, they don't understand that. They just, they just follow, follow. Well, that's all my friends said that, you know, this, you know, one party's going to pass this and that's like BS and blah, blah, blah. Instead of really like, okay, well, let's, why are they going to pass it? How's it going to benefit me? Well, you ever hear about like, uh, like you know, everyone likes, likes to be up on the Obamacare type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what they found there, because, you know, the, you know, the urban environment has been very polarized for a long time. So people are like, oh, Obamacare, I don't like that. I don't like that. I don't like that. Most people didn't know what it was. Right. And I, I'm actually one of the few people that actually read the whole bill mm-hmm. or listened to it in the car and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew it. And I studied this quite a bit. And around that time period, there's all these people pointing point out the stuff that are just like straight out lies. One of my favorite ones was some old man. He's like, yeah, most people don't know what's in this law. I'm reading directly from the thing. So he read this little thing. He's, he's an old guy. So he think, oh, my God, he must be a jolly old guy, nice guy, smart guy. He's old, you know, all this kind of stuff. This is all shit. This is all shit. And, and to me, it drives me up the wall. It's like, come on, guys. You can just Google this shit. Yeah. I mean, the bill's online. You know, yeah. Everyone's, every, most people believe that it wasn't even posted. It's like, I read it. Why can't you fuckers find it? Can you take it? Can you get uh, three seconds and not just believe some little old guy that's trying to send you some propaganda that's a complete lie just because yeah. he doesn't want the bill passed, period? Yeah. And he doesn't oh, want to pass for some other reasons that, you know, he's not really sane. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, why, why you have to lie? Mm-hmm. You know, so, so it's politics. Huh? <laughs> politics. <laughs> well, they're doing it to get, to, to, you know, I think what people do is they do things just to get the vote passed and it's just trying to manipulate people and, you know, the way, best way to manipulate people is to hate. And, and, I mean, it's a very effective thing. And it's like, and then, you know, but it's not Christian. It's not isn't Muslim either. You know, it's, it's not any kind of religion type thing. It's, it's bad. You well, know, it's, it's, it's bad. It's, it's bad to just try to. It's just it's just bad. You know, it's, it's like why can't why can't you just tell the truth? You know, say things that are honest that you did research. You know, love the other person. Treat the other person like a. You know, they're, 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 
you. Yeah. You know, it's like if you're having a But when you have when you're in when you're pol- when you're in politics and you want to win, you're not thinking that way. Yeah, I think but that's what I'm trying to fight. Right. But and, and see, actually and, and actually it's and, it's, and, uh, it's up to us as the people to research. You know, like when when it was um you know, like Hillary and Trump and you know, I was like, well, what is Hillary going to do for the country? Well, I Googled it because I, I, you know, people are like, Hillary's a bitch and blah, 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 and Democrats. And then it's like, Trump is crazy. He's not, he's, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, what are they going to do for me? Okay. What are they saying they're going to do for the country? And so I Googled, I read, I read, I read because I wanted to make the right choice, you know? Yeah. And that's what, and that's what I did. Just like, you know, like I haven't watched mm-hmm. the debates. I've been kind of busy, but. Um, but but to me, like okay, so like, what can they do? Nothing, because everything because starts in Congress. I know, I know that. So so you have to go through Congress first. So and, and then and then you know the president he doesn't actually have, he has some power. The biggest power the president has is the bully puppet, and he also has a veto. Well, we're not going to specifically talk about anybody. Remember? Yeah. So, but the thing is, is that when you go to vote for a president, you're voting for you know they. Of course, everything has to go through Congress, right? But you're like, okay, well, he's going to fight for me on this. She's going to fight for me on this and hopefully get it passed through Congress. So it's kind of like you have to weigh it out like, all right, well, what's going to be best? What do I think is going to pass that's right. going to benefit me and my family? Right. So what we talked about on other shows, and this is where the astrology comes in at. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not – and actually, uh, uh, I, used to vote, I used to vote Republican. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, my favorite president in my lifetime was uh, George Bush Senior. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, you know, uh, at that particular time, mm-hmm. you know, but, but I like Obama now. But but uh, uh, I like uh, uh, Bush Senior. He's my favorite Republican president. Mm-hmm. So um, when uh, Clinton was running, I was like, "This guy's a snake." I mean, this guy's just a complete snake. And it's like, "You guys are stupid. Come on, he can't. He's telling you a bunch of lies. He's telling you what you want to hear." And uh, when he got into office. Um, he started doing things that, you know, he's breaking all his promises like I expect him to. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, I did that. And I was like, yeah, but I like that. And I like that. And I like that. And I like that too. So and he, he kind of ushered in a different form of, of, uh, uh, of Democrat. And uh, it's, 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 there's some differences. I don't know if you appreciate if you say it back then. But but uh, he, he's almost like a little bit more re- – well, he passed NAFTA. You yeah. Know? He passed NAFTA. Yeah. Uh, that's a very anti-Democrat thing. I mean, nowadays, I mean, I think they turn it around or something like that. But but back then, the Republicans are the ones that came up with NAFTA, and he passed it. And there's a lot of people that are union members and all that kind of stuff that just completely hated that. Yeah. I wanted NAFTA to go through. Yeah. So because yeah, I'm about free trade. Yeah. If there's cheap labor, labor down in Mexico or China. Damn it. Give them the cheap jobs. You yeah. Know, give us the high-tech jobs. You know, right. <laughs> give them the give them the cheap stuff. You know, it's like you know, dump some money into education mm-hmm. so we can have all the smart people here, and you know, the laborers. There's always going to be cheap labor around the world. You know, may, it might be Mexico now, but then there's going to be some other country that's poor. You know, no, go- all the U.S. jobs belong here in U.S. That's what I believe. But well, yeah, but but why would you? But okay, so so back when uh, back around this time period, mm-hmm. uh, the thing was like uh, um, the American automakers were getting beat up. Right, because uh, like the, the the Japanese car makers had cheap labor, mm-hmm. so they can build a car really cheap, a good quality car, really cheap. Whereas we had high high labor costs over here, right? 
we couldn't compete. Right. Do you really want those jobs here where it's expensive, <laughs> where we can't compete, where we can just, that's great if we're selling cars to each other and we can't, we don't allow foreign cars in here. Right. But, you know, it's like, hello, there's a lot of cheap labor on the world. Yeah, I know. And if there's cheap labor out there, you can get them working and we always have jobs. You know, we you can still have jobs. We have a very developed system. We educate our people. You know, we have a good – well, I don't know how good it is, but but we should have a good educational system. These other countries don't necessarily have a good education, educational system yet. Right, but – So why not let them do what they they're an uneducated, uneducated person can do, labor, and have us do the higher-end type stuff that they can't do? But that's not all of U.S., Right. So there's a lot of people that can do cheap labor that's still U.S. that need to feed their family. Well, yeah, but, but. So why give it to a foreign country to do that? There's always going to be cheap labor. I mean, you always. Yeah, in the U.S., there's still going to be cheap labor. Houses. Houses. You always have to build a house. Right. Right. So, yeah. I mean, you can't outsource that. You can't send that to Mexico. No. <laughs> no. No, there's, there's always uh, clean a house. You know, there's always cheap labor jobs. There's a market sure, out there. But sure, to sure. me, I want our America to educate the hell out of our people so that our people are so smart. We're doing all the really high-end type stuff. And sure, some people that don't want to go to college or don't want to study, fine. Let them do a labor job. But I want to I want to push our people to be the smart people. They're being like the scientists. They're developing the, the, you know, the best smartphone, whatever it is, or the best. Well, for sure. But not everybody in the U.S. is going to have that privilege to, to be and have that career and, and you know, and, and be able to have that. So there are still, yeah. you know, people that are, you know, those jobs that are overseas would be plentiful for them to feed their family. But instead, they're, they're doing whatever. They're out of work. And because U.S., I mean, any country, you've got your well, right bottom now, to your top right, right, when it right, comes to money. Right now, right, and, now, right, now, right now, we have 3% unemployment. No, I know. I know. I know. It's good. Yeah. Because, I mean, we, 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 and there's, yeah. because there's so many more jobs that came back to the U.S. But, no, I mean, we, 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 like, we, we, we pretty much always said like under around anything under 5% is good. We were in like when the market crashed. Well, like, that, we're talking about an exceptional situation there. But, well, it lasted for a long time. But guess what? Yeah. Remember driving down Woodward and all those automobile parking lots? They were empty. They used to be filled with Ford and Chrysler. All gone. All empty. Well, yeah, when 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 uh when you have recession, but, the automobile is it right, right. But uh, but where do they all go? We mean where where did all of our plants go? They went overseas. Down south. They went overseas. Well, we went down south too. Yeah, maybe a few, but they went overseas. So now, you know, some guy in China or yeah. Mexico who didn't have an education or whatever you want to call it, now he gets a job because of the U.S. And some American yeah, is but, like, but like I said, the, the, I'm picking up Marvin. I got to call Marvin every week. You yeah, know what but, I mean? but 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 it's it's, it's uh, uh what NAFTA passed back in 1993, I think it was or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been a long time. We had uh, most of that time we had low unemployment. Yeah. So we don't have a shortage of jobs. Yeah. You know, I mean, we now we don't have the high paid jobs, but um, so one of the issues is that the pay. So we don't have the high paid jobs right now. Do you care? Do I care that we don't have the high paying yeah. jobs? No. I, I mean, you don't care about that. I mean, I, I care that we're thriving as like a state. 
you know, I care about my state. I care about, you know, the U.S., that we're thriving. Well, I think and, yeah, I want the high-paying jobs, but um, uh, uh, but uh, I want like, – let, let, me, let me rephrase this. All right. Do you want to pay the high wages? Do I want to – well, I'm not a boss. Well, I know. Yes, you are. I mean, I don't know if you have a house cleaner, but you're a lawn person or yeah. someone that's working on your house. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Do you pay them a lot of money? I mean, I pay them – Money, like not a lot. <laughs> I mean, I pay them like twenty dollars to cut my lawn. You know, hundred bucks to clean my three story house. I mean, but do you want them to have like the nice high paying job? I would love everybody to be as best and get as, as much as they want. But you know what? If somebody comes, matter of fact, my house cleaner the other day, I'm sitting there working, and she she was like thanked me. She's like because they kind of made me upset because they weren't cleaning my house that well, and they switched over this new girl, and she's like she thanked me. She's like thank you, you are giving me a job and I'm going to kick ass around your house and make sure that it's done right and da, da, da. Right. I was like, thank you. And I appreciate you, you know, for that. Right. So she's so, happy where she's at and she right. has a job. So, so cause you're a little bit, you're younger than me. So you, you probably don't just like, like three years. Is that it? Mm-hmm. Oh, you seem so youthful. <laughs> um, well, wait a minute. I forgot five. <laughs> well, maybe 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 may, may didn't pay attention so much. But, I for, I keep thinking you're like forty seven. So when, when I when I was like uh, uh, back in like the eighty type time frame, or it, it maybe it's because of the environment I grew up in. Right. Uh, the big thing was sure. mm. anti union because yeah. it's very anti union because we got this guy that's doing this shit. What, what you know? What a bunch of engineers or I shouldn't say that, but but what a bunch of you know people consider you know anyone can put like a, a tire on a car. Sure. Why should that person get paid, you know, $50,000 a year or $100,000 a year? Mm -hmm. Why should that person get paid that much money? Mm -hmm. Right. So we, you know, people got really bitter at the unions for doing that kind of stuff. So, and then, then where you got like the Japanese companies, they had all this cheap labor. So they had some that's getting paid, you know, half the price. Right. And their cars are a lot cheaper. And guess what people bought? Yeah. You know, they don't say, hey, let's support the, you know. I, I own a, Japan, a Japanese car, actually. You hypocrite. You freaking hypocrite. <laughs> but, but, you know, now, 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 now things are a little bit more balanced out since NAFTA. Things are a little bit yeah, more balanced out. Yeah. So NAFTA, we, you know, now we ship a lot of our stuff. Yeah, we do ship our stuff down to, to Mexico, right? We ship down there. Now we got the cheap labor and, uh, we can compete head to head with labor costs, mm -hmm. which, which is, you know, kind of a big thing. Mm -hmm. So the bad side is, is that now you got these guys that were making a lot of money. They're not making that much money. Mm -hmm. So now they get these jobs that are, you know, getting paid 10 bucks an hour. Mm -hmm. So or, or cheaper or whatever it is. In the U.S. Yeah. Yeah. So if you bring the jobs back here, are you going to start paying those guys? I mean, do you want to pay $10,000 more for your car? So that, I, so that I understand what for, you're for, saying. For your Japanese car. <laughs> where's, the car where's the car made at? Uh, it, um, I don't know. I I just I don't know. It's my first foreign car. I'm a Ford girl, but I kind of had this thing where I was like dating foreign guys and driving American cars. So I was like, hey, let's flop and see what happens. <laughs> so I bought a foreign car, and now I'm trying to date American guys, but still flop. <laughs> but I do love you I do love my car. <laughs> <laughs> I do love my car. I don't. It's a it's a it's a uh, what is it called? Uh, a um, Infinity, Infinity car. I, I, I don't know. It's a Japanese car, but I mean that's not even the point. The point is, is that I rather pay an American more money to have a bunch of people working and not on 
making ten dollars an hour, and I would pay more for my car. We, we didn't want to do that in the eighties. That's well, why, that's, that's, was, that's why that's why actually we didn't want to do it right now because like like uh, right now, uh, what we try to break up unions. Why do we break up unions? To miss, yeah. Why do we why do we break up unions? Yeah. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's, it's like, but you but know, I so I you, you say that now, so but 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 you you still don't want to people. You, okay. you say it now because it sounds cool, but it's like no, back then we lived no. it, and it's like back then it's like so our cars were too expensive, and our automakers were going down. Hill. And I and so I got it, and we were also children. We were like teenagers, young adults at that time in the eighties, right? So. um and I and I get it. Times are completely different. Wages were completely different. Mm-hmm. And also, um, also I think just people were just more, you know, like Vietnam. Everyone's come back from Vietnam, and everybody's, you know, it. Well, no, but still, it, 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 you know, it trickled down to like the, you know, my. I mean, my dad was in Vietnam, right. you know, and so and so it it just trickled down even in like the eighties, and it's just different, and. Um, and I think at, at that time, you know, everybody was just about saving money. And, you know, I remember, you know, your mom would fry chicken and keep that fat and fry the bacon and keep that fat. I mean. Um, I grew up in privilege. So. <laughs> you know, I mean, we, we <laughs> ate that for, you know, butter on our toast. I mean, it was just like people were just, you, you know. You really poor, weren't you? <laughs> <laughs> no, everybody did that. <laughs> See, in my world. But. But at times we're different. So, but I think right now the economy is and and people are are wanting, you know, like okay, I'll pay more, mo- I'll pay more money for my car, I'll pay more money for my house cleaner, I'll pay more money if no, I can, they won't. if I can, yeah, I I let's I would let love for anybody that's listening to take a vote. Would you pay a little bit more to keep Americans getting having jobs and not having you know. Uh, uh, having to take really bad jobs or just $10 an hour to support their family because their job got taken away from them to give to a um, a foreign country, I would pay more money to keep those jobs in the U.S. Absolutely. Well, Absolutely. Well, they, they didn't before. So, But the 80s and we're now like coming up to the, you know, 2020 I mean that's a lot well, of years. No, look at, uh, and we're and we're in charge now, not our parents. Yeah, but if you look at what happened since like the '80s in particular, uh, the '80s was a very big dividing line. If you look at a lot of the, like the 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 dad lines, mm-hmm. like, like uh, income income in, income inequality is a really big thing right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and they measure that by it's called the Gini in, in coefficient. Mm-hmm. And this is something I always go back to my things because these are things you, that are very measurable. And you see when you graph it over time, mm-hmm. you see some things happen right around 1980. The guinea thing just went really high. Mm-hmm. It, it, I mean, the, the the curve was like pretty level. Then all of a sudden, boop. You yeah. Know, it just all of a sudden, you, you can see, if you look at the graph, you can see something happened there. Right. And the, and that's one of our biggest issues right now. You can see that some things have changed. You know, one of the things we did back then was they did a lot of union busting. And NAFTA was one of the big union busting type right. things. What did we do? What did we just do in Michigan? We pretty much busted unions. Well, that's I meant to bring this up earlier too. So back when, not the eighties so much, but pro- it had to be probably like the late nineties, you know, early two thousands. You know, everyone was like anti against you know the unions. You know, but but why? Because this is what happened. A lot high of, wages. Well, 
it wasn't even that. It was this. It was like, you know, it was like, you know, if you're in the union, you're going to go in and you're going to, you know, clock in and you're going to do a couple things and then you're going to sleep on the couch for like three hours and then you're going to get up and do whatever. Or because I had a lot of friends in the union, they would they would say, OK, hey, man, check, you know, clock me in. I'll be in in a few hours. Yeah. And I knew all this was going on because a lot of friends that I had been growing up are in the union. And right. it was just, you know, and, right. and, and and that's what made the union. That's what made everybody not like the union is because you're like you're getting paid no matter what. And you're doing nothing. You're working an hour and you're getting paid yeah. an amazing money, yeah. amazing yeah. money. And you're taking care of. And in, you know, 30 years after, you know, after 30 years or so many hours you put in, you have an awesome retirement and you're still young to yeah. do whatever you want to do. So it's just like, that's not cool. So that's why people were like, unions are not cool because the union directors or whatever you call them were not, not overseen and making right. sure when you're at work, you're working. Right. So, so now, so now those people are poor. Well, they're not poor. They were lazy and they got in trouble. Well, yeah, but now they're poor. Well, it, if they weren't lazy, <laughs> if they didn't take yeah. advantage of the system, which right. was an amazing right. system, but if they know, didn't take advantage of the system, yeah. they would not be where they're at. Yeah, when I, because you know, a lot of my life is pretty much you know, family run business, I think. So, you know, you, you, you work for every buck. When I go into these, uh, these different companies, mm-hmm. same thing, white collar jobs. <laughs> People go out of the cooler and they bullshit all day. It's like, it's like, how the hell do you guys get things done here? I, I so I don't know about that. I'm I do, not, I do, I do. Yeah, you I, do. I do. Trust me. You know, yeah. I, I, like I said, I, I, it blows my mind every time I have to work at a company, a bigger company, for a while. There, it's like coffee hour all day long. It's uh, like they're just sitting about bullshitting all day long. It's like you guys aren't freaking working at all. You guys work maybe like two hours of the day, and the rest yeah. of you just bullshit. It's coffee cooler or just your cubicle. Are, but are these like seniors where they deserve to bullshit most of the day? What do you mean? Did they? Well, did they work their ass off for like thirty years, and they deserve to to have you know no, an easier day? No, day? no. Brother Ricky, he busts his ass for his his, his whole career. Mm-hmm. So, no, no, no one's. I mean, yeah, you know, he, you know, I'm I'm used to bust my ass too. I mean, as for the business, I mean, you know, I'm working six hours a week to get that buck and stuff like that, and make things. Oh, me too. To me, if I'm not working, it's like, you know, we got we're risking the business going down. But you go to these bigger companies where you just kind of get swallowed up in the system, mm-hmm. and you get all all the. I mean, the fat's always there. I mean, there's always you know, people say about government. It's like, yeah, it happens at GM too. You yeah. know, where where it happens that you know even the company over 100 people. Yeah. You know, you get the money coming in and people just get lazy or it's too easy to get the money. And for someone that's in a small business that struggled to build the business up mm-hmm. and you have to fight for every little dime, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's kind of like, what the hell? You know, it, the thing is, it's very easy to bash anyone. So, like, like sure. here, here, we started talking about this thing about, like, not bashing people, right? Right. You just bash unions. Well, because so, there's a lot of really good. I didn't. Of, ba- I didn't bash the union. I just spoke of the truth of no, what happened. Your perception of the truth. But, I know a lot of union people that are really hard workers. Well, and so there's there's that, and then there's a lot of lazy people. That that's why the union changed because well, yeah, but, of those lazy people. But I see the lazy people in the white collar jobs too. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. And I, I get it. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm work for a small company, and I have for almost ten years, and. I bust my ass and I work as hard right. as I did back then as I did as uh, I do today. I think Jessica's going to kick us out. Anyways, um, we were just able to have a conversation and we didn't mention any politicians. We didn't mention any parties. But it was a good talk. Uh, we didn't mention any parties. That's how a political discussion should go. 
I totally agree. And right. I and I specifically, you know, bite my bit my tongue a minute a couple times. I mean, not a minute. Yeah. Well, maybe a minute once, but <laughs> yeah. But the thing is, if you look to me, am I get my threads? Mm-hmm. I, if you look at my threads, usually I stick pretty much to not talking about people. I take pause, and I'm very relentless. It irritates people. But uh, um, but the thing is, I st- my my thing is like if we all could talk about things, we can come to a, a consensus. Mm-hmm. If we we're all like God, all knowing, you know, I would think that we would come to the same truth. And if we have the same goals, some people don't want to love everyone. Some people want to you know beat the shit out of people. Some people want to shoot up. Everyone. Well, this is a perfect example of respecting both parties. Well, it depends on what you know, to me. It's about goals. It was like, what's your mm-hmm. what's your party's goal? Right, me too. Yeah. But you're respecting both parties and what they can bring to us, what yeah, yeah. they well, and what they take away from us. Yeah. So, like I said, that's what's kind of discussion. Actually, we probably do another week of this discussion because I want to go a little further. But we're out of time. But it was a great co- it was a great conversation. So thank you, Jimmy. Thanks, Elizabeth. Thanks for having Thanks, me. Thanks, Jessica, for Jessica. showing up. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, this this is a good reference, Jim. I, I, I have uh, some things on my webpage that I talk about how I view politics, and it's kind of what we just talked about to a degree. And uh, um, it's not quite on the front of the page, but I'm going to touch it up a little bit. Anyways, but uh, thegoodreverendjim.com for all this good stuff here. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Goodbye.